0: You're listening to Counterculture on RCR. Reality Check Radio. You're with Reality Check Radio. I'm Marie here on Counterculture and Pride Week couldn't go past without discussing this issue with one of the great commentators we have here in New Zealand, Bob McCroskrieff from Family First. Good morning.
1: Hi Marie, good to be with you.
0: Good to be with you and welcome to Counterculture for the first time. Yeah, Pride Week this week, I have nothing against pride, but I do have a lot of issue with this curriculum culture creep that seems to be going on. I don't think school is any place for this. What about you?
1: No, I think people have an attitude of live and let live. Uh, We were always told when this first um, sort of started, when legislation around civil unions, it was just about the right to, um, you know, make wills as you wish, to uh, visit hospitals, to have a relationship recognised but now what it's become is bracket creep to the point where we're putting drag queens in public libraries and we're teaching kids that they have the choice of 112 genders and over 200 sexualities and then we wonder why our kids are getting very stressed because they're not sure whether they're a, a boy or a girl or something else or in between and part of them wants to identify as one of these alternative sexualities because then you become part of a minority group and you get all this favorable status and it's it's very boring and uh, you almost get bullied for Uh, being a heterosexual uh, young person who just wants to actually get on with learning and eating what they've got for lunch and playing with their friends. We're creating this really hostile environment where... Uh, it's the indoctrination of groups like Inside Out and Rainbow Youth that are funded by the government to push this gender and sexuality, and it's extreme. Even for adults, it's extreme. And now we've got to celebrate a week of it in schools.
0: It's like a genderised tribalism, really, isn't it? Gosh, it's hard enough as it is even for high schoolers, but the offerings that they have for both primary schoolers and intermediate children that really twist my knickers, I have to say, Things like libraries having titles that are rainbow approved and introducing ideas to our youngest New Zealanders that I believe should remain with the parents to introduce.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I think that's where the concern is that this is really a family issue, parental issue, and and what most of these programs fail to do is take into account the values of the families and maybe even faith beliefs as well. Interestingly enough, I've just recently put out a blog where I've highlighted the teachings of the Muslim faith and what they say about gender ideology. Now, the media will never talk about that for interestingly reasons. The fact of the matter is that most faiths, have a similar approach to understanding gender as being binary. You can't just choose your gender, that sex and gender are bound together. But what we're doing is we're going into schools and we're integrating it into virtually every subject. So I think in the old days it was, you'd have the sex education class and it was kind of separate from the main curriculum. But what they've done now is they're integrating it not into these separate classes. It's now in subjects like maths. I don't know uh, if you can figure out how that works. Perhaps one plus one doesn't equal two, it equals three. And in geography and in history, the Me Too movement and it's in English and of course uh, preferred pronouns. It's an onslaught to young children who really, we just, we're polluting their minds and we're sexualizing them at a a young age that um, they just can't cope with. And then we wonder why they get stressed. And now we've got a whole week related to it. The good news, Marie, is that most schools don't want to borrow this and will be ignoring it.
0: I have to say my sons are both at a Catholic boys' school, and it is pretty much cursory at best there. And speaking to their friends who are at different schools, they're saying much the same. But then there are other schools. I find, I think, the the larger state co-eds, this tends to perpetrate, and especially if there is a teacher or teachers or faculty there that are very much steeped in this ideology. I think that's where we're seeing it. What are some of the things that parents can do? I know some of the activities that Inside Out are recommending often have a fiscal basis there. So a bake sale to raise money, a Mufti day, which you call it something else now, because Mufti is now no longer allowed day to raise money. I would have thought that they had enough money, Bob. Why do they oh, need more money?
1: They're getting very good government funding. I mean, they're getting up close to two million um, from various sources, governmental and local governmental sources. And yeah, they have this out on the shelves, the LGBT library books and school day, they have the National Coming Out Day, Transgender Day of Remembrance Day, Pink Shirt Day, which of course is a fundraiser, most people don't realise, but a lot of the fundraising goes to Inside Out to push this gender ideology. It is based around them getting funding so that they can get into more schools. There's stickers, there is the library books as you alluded to, there's also the worksheets and lesson plans and activity ideas. For parents, we just encourage them firstly to politely and respectfully contact their school and just say, are you celebrating this? And if so, how? Is it compulsory? Will my child be bullied if they're not part of it and don't conform to certain things? To be honest, well, homeschooling is sounding more and more attractive by the day, but we we just encourage parents that if they're not happy, then they have the right to keep their children at home or ask the school to give them another activity separate from the uh, Pride Day activity. There's books that they're recommending for children, I mean, one they recommend that they want kids to read is called George, which is when people look at George, they think they see a boy, but she knows she's not a boy. She knows she's a girl. So there's this whole book about George. There's one entitled Ask Me About Polyamory. If your relationship or your gender are unconventional, you'll find useful advice and plenty of laughs
0: sorry that's a book about polyamory that they're wanting to introduce into school children yeah i mean that's out and out kink
1: yeah and we've got antango makes three which is about uh, the penguins house at the central park zoo two penguins named roy and silo were a little bit different uh, but their desire for a family was the same, and with the help of a kindly zookeeper, they get the chance to welcome a baby penguin of their very own. Uh, and there's I Am Jazz, which of course is that very sad story of Jazz Jennings changed sex uh, at a very young age and became the kind of example of how good it was. But actually, it's been shown to be just how harmful it can be. So And there's video resources. So... Parents need to contact their school and if they have any concerns, they just need to keep their children at home, they have legal rights and and there's a parent guide on our website familyfirst.nz where they can find out what the law says and what their rights are. My advice to parents is you can't hope for the best any longer. Hoping for the best isn't an option. You you just don't want to leave the door open to groups like Inside Out and Rainbow Youth coming in and, and family planning and polluting your child's mind.
0: One of the things I've been advocating for the last few weeks is uh, start some courageous conversations with other parents. You're not alone out there having concerns and don't be afraid to ask questions. Ask questions to your school, ask questions with your kids. Have those really open conversations. I think they may surprise you that Mm. they are often going along to get along. And if they know that they've got your support, I think that will help them uh, make decisions for themselves at school too and let's face it i think uh, a number i saw recently is some it's less than half of our children are attending school regularly and they're wondering Mm why
1: yeah and i think it's important uh, marie to point out that it's it's not specifically anti-lgbt it's anti Uh, sexualization and gender confusion of young vulnerable children at an age where they just can't process this type of information and it's part of the reason that we have a rating system for movies and for books and for things in life because we understand the moral innocence of a child even if it was a heterosexual kink you know for example some there was a school up north that put out a sheet which explained the five different types of sex oral anal uh, object sex uh, uh, you know and and it was explicit once again totally age-inappropriate, morally polluting our children, and schools need to understand that they're there to do the reading, writing, and arithmetic, Mm. and some of these moral issues, especially around sexuality, uh, need to be left to families. We should be empowering families and parents to be involved in this process, as many of us are, but we're being undermined by what's happening at schools.
0: I'll tell you what, it makes me yearn for the condom on the banana and the, you know, six form. Well, that was sex, very simple, se- wasn't it? Sex ed class. <laughs> <laughs> I'd feel far more comfortable about that these days. Well, at and least look-
1: it was biologically re- uh, related. And <laughs> I mean, that's one good thing. True. I mean, now they've got stickers that they're handing out to celebrate transgender, non-binary, gay, lesbian, bisexual, pansexual, asexual, aromantic, and it's based around the puffed up plumage of the native kirudu. That's what oh. the stickers are based on.
0: I saw that, and the other side of that too is the name that they uh, called it, and I don't have it at hand, was Poho a... Pohokiruru. It's completely made-up name. I mean, it's its a phrase that does not exist. They have made it up. Any fluent te reo speaker would go, what's that?
1: It says, Pohokiruru cannot be directly translated in inspired English. However, it is often adapted as full of pride or puffed up with pride. So apparently a puffed up, Keruru is a symbol of gender confusion and Mm -hmm. radical sexuality.
0: Often described by whom, I mean they just, Mm -hmm. (laughs) anyway it drives me mad. Hey look Bob, again your information if people want to find out some resources from Family First?
1: Yeah, familyfirst.nz and I think if people are listening and think oh look surely things can't be that bad and they're not really polluting our kids minds, I would encourage you just to go to sexeducation.nz sexeducation.nz and if after reading our 8 page fact sheet, you're not totally convinced that some schools have gone bonkers and the curriculum is dangerous and harmful to kids, then maybe check that you've got a pulse.
0: On that note hey, thank you very much for your time. This has been Bob McCroskey from Family First Don't Disappear, more interviews more music, right here on Counterculture with Reality Check Radio You're listening to Counterculture on RCR (laughs)
1: Yellow chick
0: radio radio